What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew. Season three. We're in the late episodes of T-double-B-L-C. Uh, I'm Curtis Quinn, here with my co-host Drew Luster, up in Essex, Massachusetts. Drew, how are you doing this week? I'm doing great. I'm, uh, you know, it's uh, just yet another one in the long line of uh, holidays and events that we'll be unfortunately um, missing this year, uh, with tomorrow and Thursday unfortunately being both Thanksgiving Eve and Thanksgiving Day, but we're going to pile on through, we're going to grind we're going to grin and bear it, and we're going to get through it, and we will prevail. So other than that, nice sunny day in, in Gloucester and Essex and Cape Ann. Our heads are up, and we're going to get through the week. Nice short work week, so nothing to really complain about. Yeah, I mean, condolences for myself and yourself, I would say. The yeah. pre-Thanksgiving meal is being scrapped this year due to COVID, one of my favorite days of the year and meals of the year at the Luster household. Uh, I think it'll be one of my first that I've ever missed. I think I've made it back for everyone until this year. Yeah, I mean, there were times where you you would you would you would just make it happen. You would come from whenever, and there'd be times where we'd have to try to you know pull teeth out to get Connor there or make up that my grandmother was upset to get Billy there. But for the most part, you were a mainstay, and it's uh it's unfortunate, but I think you know. My dad's already probably planning for next year right now. He's sitting down in the office just just trying to <laughs> decipher a plan of what he's going to do next year. So it's unfortunate, but again, uh, for all the right reasons. So um, without further ado, speaking of you know special days and events and things like that, I will give you the annual National Days of Tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, November 25th, outside of it being Thanksgiving Eve. It's also National Play day with dad so all you if either fathers or sons who have fathers have a nice little maybe have a beer with them after work and uh prime yourselves up for thanksgiving eve it's also national parfait day not a big you know yogurty parfait guy myself but again if that's something you take pleasure in consuming regularly then I recommend you do that tomorrow as well. Um, it's also Blase Day. Bla- B-L-A-S-E apostrophe. What does that mean? Curtis. I'm not sure. Blase? Is that like a bloat? Blase. Blase. Uh, we don't know what that one is, but if you do, uh, rip it up. It's it's going to be, a, a, a again, a great short week, <laughs> holiday weekend. Make the best of it with COVID. That's yeah, I, I mean, say. I like how you kind of – went out there and you didn't set an age to have have the beer with the father so we could just have some nine-year-olds ripping down some bud heavies with their dads tomorrow i think i would like nothing more personally it's been a tough year let that that nine-year-old he didn't get to play football parting well actually did get to play little league technically but you know what i mean it's been a tough year tough week for these kids have a couple bud heavies you know you know follow in billy and you and kenzie's footsteps and maybe Maybe take down a few cheeseburgers tomorrow and uh, and prime yourself for the big meal. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, with that, we're going to give you a special – it's two weeks in a row of some hate because I know 
Man, oh man, did Drew does Drew have to get some stuff off his back this week? Uh, I had yeah. a couple that I definitely could air. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna hold the love until next week after Thanksgiving. It'll probably be dominated by how good the food was. But this week we're giving you some more hate. You can start us off. Yeah. So my first hate is uh, it actually just happened to me about an hour ago, and Curtis, if you could have seen my reaction when this happened, I think you would have dropped dead to the floor laughing. So Leah and I, it's what is it? Tuesday night. We got Wednesday tomorrow. And then the rest of the week is sort of a wash with meals. So we didn't want to like cook any big meal and have leftovers or anything yeah. like that. So we ran out and got Chipotle. And I don't know what the rules and regs are down where you are for Chipotle, but they're not doing any in-person orders. Okay. So basically you have to order, up. order online before. And then there's like an estimated time and you just, you go pick up your bag. It has your, your name on it that you, you know, ordered with blah, blah, blah. So we place the order. Everything looks great. We pick it up. It's all packaged up and taped up in the bag. I run in. I zoot on home another 20 minutes. I shake up my bowl. I open it. And you know me. I'm a, I'm a double chicken, white rice cheese. I'm, I am the most vanilla mother mother effer on the planet. Yep. And what's in the bowl, Kurt? Effing. Queso, guac. No, 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 no. Brown rice, beans, and a, and a oh. friggin' glob of guacamole. That's it. I so as I'm peeling off the tin top to the Chipotle bowl, <laughs> I see the guacamole and I'm like I'm like squinting my eyes and I'm like, this isn't right. I'm like, uh, my eyes must be deceiving me. No, did I really just did tell I really me. just order online, drive 20 minutes, pick it up, drive 20 back, mix it up, all hungry, and then tell me you threw it ha- away. have that happen? You threw what? it away, didn't you? You threw it in no. the garbage. <laughs> Look, if it was just me it's probably going out the window and I'm probably just punching a hole in the wall and not eating. <laughs> but I immediately put on my shoes and Leah was like, you know, what? we'll go back. We'll exchange it. It'll, you know, it'll be quick and easy and you'll be, you'll be thankful you did when you get back. And boy, was I ever, I went all the way minutes. back. Oh yeah. Probably 15, 20 minutes. I one way. So it's a, it's a 40 minute trip. It's, it's between, I would say, I might have been dramatizing the story. It might be 30, 35 minutes total. That's so over half, that's, that's over half, half hour. That's an extra half hour. Yeah, it is. I kind of passive aggressively walked right to the front of the line and explained the situation. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir, blah, 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 whatever. Got it, draw it back. But the moral of the story is, you know, it's a short work week. I'm a busy guy this week, especially. <laughs> a lot going on. We're potting tonight. I didn't really eat much today. I just wanted to just scarf down my bowl, and I have that happen to me. When you're really looking forward to things the most, I feel like you always just get the the massive shaft right in the face. So there's just nothing worse than, generally speaking, when an order is is wrong. And we've talked about the Buffalo Wild Wings scenario. We've now we got the Chipotle one. I got another one for you, Kurt. Every so my dad my dad says. 75 percent and that's him being like on the lower side on the generous side he said in 2020 75 percent of the coffees he orders from dunks have been wrong and you know what he does when you could go in and like pre-covid he would go and get his coffee walk out he'd take a sip it would be wrong he'd drop it in the trash can and just drive <laughs> off like outside of dunks and just leave <laughs> one time he threw it in the parking lot didn't pick it up <laughs> threw it 
That would be. I wish we had that on video, Mike Luster. <laughs> Just, dumping just, uh, oh my God. an entire dude. hot coffee across the middle of Dunkin' Donuts parking dude. lot. So, uh, he literally, I'm pretty sure he said over 75% of his coffees have been effed up, <laughs> which is remarkable to me because you're just loading the gun and shooting yourself in the foot. I'm like, why do you keep going? You know it's going to be wrong. Is it some sort of like game to you? You got to like, think. You you, get, hey, is it, I, it must be the thrill, right? He must I, just get a little adrenaline rush. I think it's called like occam's razor or something but usually like the simplest answer is the the correct answer and i'm gonna go with mike luster's doing something wrong when he's ordering that coffee i don't know what it could possibly be like you typically when you order something you order it how you want it and if you get it wrong you damn well know the next time you're gonna you're gonna speak slow you're gonna articulate your words you always shit on me for the what you and billy billy especially always shits on me for the way that I speak to waiters and waitresses. And you guys are like, oh, you're talking down to her. You're making her feel like shit. I mean, no, I just, I just, (laughs) (laughs) I just, look, I just want to get my point across. I don't want anything wrong. I want there to be no excuse for that waiter coming back and what I want not being what I get. Yeah, so you, uh, to describe to the listeners what Drew does, it just sounds like he's talking to a kindergartner when he does this. And I have a problem with how he talks to waitresses <laughs> and waiters, as well as my dad, on the other hand, is like the flip side awful because he'll yeah. ask them the entire menu and then what they would get. And then if he's oh going to get God. that or not, and it's like a 10 minute ordeal like pulling teeth. sitting there, just like get like, stop, just, just order stop. something. Cause yeah, so that's that, like that my, my dad would do that too. You, you my could dad be a hate of the week, but my dad's order is definitely a hate of the week. <laughs> if we're talking about dads, one more thing before we go off on a tangent. My dad will do the thing where after about 20 minutes, he'll narrow it down to two items. He'll order one of them, <laughs> and then the waiter or waitress will turn their back, walk three yards, and then he go, I don't want that. I want the other thing every single time. It's like it's a serial activity. It's 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 mind-boggling to me. Yeah, I mean, there's something about everybody has their little niche when it comes to ordering. I don't know what mine is, but I'm I'm sure you could speak to it. But yeah, that's something that grinds my gears for sure. I think I'm gonna just rip the bandaid off. Here's my order. See you later. You are. Uh, I would say, again, apologies for bringing this on a tangent, but it has to be said. You are the definition of like, you like going out, like you like the social aspect of going out to eat. I feel like for at least, yes. I mean, at least but... 70 to 80% of the time, you don't, you ain't, might not even be hungry. You just want to go, you want to chat it up, you want to drink, you want like, <laughs> like I remember specifically, it was my first day of work at Hieroclix. We went out to Charlie's place. Granted, yeah. their breakfast food is rabito, terrible, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. I love yeah, that chicken okay. thing. It's best in Cape Ann. We go there. We sit down. Me and Billy have like full feasts in front of us. And she brings literally <laughs> like three strips of bacon and a chocolate milk. And like that's it. And like maybe a, a slice of white toast. I think I got bread as well. I think I got toast. Yeah. And I'm like. That one. Well, that was my just... new go-to order for breakfast. I usually get now if I like went out in town and I wasn't hungry. I just, you know. It would be bacon, toast, and a chocolate milk would suffice. And I, I but don't do you need see what to... you just said? You go, if I went into town, if I went out to eat and I wasn't hungry, like, 
why are you going out to eat? <laughs> well, because it's it's a social thing, like you said. I'm a okay, social okay. butterfly. Yeah, you like to just go sit down and be 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 taken, be waited on, be taken care of, get your meal. I get that part. Be one with the people, I would say. But I'm gonna go yeah. with my hate of the week now. I got Take uh, us away. one from the mechanic. Had to get a uh, flat fixed and then see if I had a slow leak in another tire. Yada yada yada. Bill comes out, whatever. It wasn't as high as I expected it to be. Pretty good deal, right? Well, no, because today my check engine light comes on along with VSC, which I think is vertical stability control for, like, the tires or something, and I know they do a free tire rotation. They were messing with my tires. So now I got a, a freaking check engine light on, and I got to bring it back. So that's my hate of the week, and if they charge me more money, I'm going to be pissed. No doubt about it. Do all I gotta say there, hashtag do your job. Billy B and Robert Kraft. Do your damn job. And you wouldn't have to bring it back in the first place. In the second place, actually. I, I that's 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 similar to mine almost. It's on it's directionally on the same spectrum as the as the way to get in the or the the kitchen getting the order wrong almost. Yeah, and I have no idea what they do to fix my car in the in the auto shop in the mechanic you yep. could tell me anything you could charge me anything in the world and i'd be like yep this all checks out they got it listed here they fix it <laughs> they got it they got it itemized one here's, line item by here's line here's my money just take literally. it literally <laughs> dude i went to pick up the truck um like you think you think every auto ago. mechanic in the in the world, you know, when somebody comes in with an oil change, and yeah. what if they see the oil's all right? Do they just leave it? I I that's that's a question for a mechanic. Every time when when you're picking up your keys, if you if you have to leave your truck there like overnight or something, yeah. and they give you the receipt and they start talking about what they did, and yeah, I just, just sit like, there and like nod. I'm like, okay, awesome, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like they could be talking Chinese. I don't know. I'm not yeah. gonna know what it is. I'm the it's same crazy. way. Just, just hand me the bill and let's get on with it. Here. Call it a day, yeah. Charge me up yeah. the gulu. I'm not going to know any better. You got any uh, secondary hate of the weeks here? I know you do. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, so I'll just get it off my chest. So my hate of the week is just the situation that I was put in last night. Or, yeah, last night where I, I believe – my team underperformed to begin with in fantasy football. I was up against Curtis, as you guys know. Essentially a must-win game. Three games down the stretch we had. Tied records across the board. Chance to really separate yourself from the pack. And Chance to get to... We were both 5-5, five and five, looking to get to 6-5. Yeah. and five. Looking to get to 6-5. And Kamara puts up 10. Fucking Matt Ryan throws two picks, puts up 5. The big guns just... The big guns failed to show up yet again. That's five straight losses. It came down to Monday night. I was up four, four and change probably. Um, Gronk dropped a few balls. I was feeling good. I, I, I was, I was skating by by the skin of my teeth for most let's of the just, half. Let's just also uh, put out there that Gronk only needed three point six points going into this. Is that game. what it is exactly? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three point six. Okay, three point six. I was close, around four. Anyways, he gets one catch in the. Second quarter, probably. No, first so, drive of the game. 16 yards, uh, one catch. 2.6 Are you yards. sure it was first two drive? Points, yeah, first drive, 2.6 points, like, immediately. Okay, either way, 2.6 points immediately. So any other catch of any other in any fashion basically wins in the game. I literally, at that point, shut off my phone, shut off the TV, 
didn't even think about it. I checked back again in like, I, th- I want to say, what was it, late? I, I wasn't watching, so I don't know when it was. Probably mid to late third quarter. It yeah. might have even been early fourth quarter. Still the same. And he gets this. He gets the second catch eventually to put you up less than a point, less than half a point, I would even say. Yep. And it's just such a kick in the in the dick because two minuscule, minute catches get you the win. And granted, if you play Henry, you end up beating me pretty handily. But still, we were in the situation that we were in regardless. He needed two catches. He ended up getting the last one. It's just there's nothing worse in a must-win game to watch you just get, you know, it's it's just a slow, painful death. Like, in that situation, I would rather Gronk catch a 20-yard touchdown in the first drive. Then I can enjoy the game. It's out of my head. But to have to sit there, and it's like I'm getting every single tooth extracted for the entire game, just miserable. Let's settle down there since you turned the game off. Because I had to watch every single play, and up until 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter, I was gonna lose that game. It was excruciating. Now, and and don't just don't just swipe under the rug and skate over the fact that you actually, you are the the king of just like, I would say legislating when it comes to Jonas. And yes. for some damn reason, you decided to pull out a reverse Jonah at the last second, and it wasn't it wasn't even a direct shot. I it was like to. a ricochet, passive aggressive. Oh, the only thing that's gonna make this loss better is the ice cream I got in the freezer. I'm like, <laughs> can you go fuck yourself? Like he's not he's trying to slide a Jonah under my nose. Like I'm not gonna know any better. Yeah, well, now let's think back to Sunday night or no, Sunday afternoon, the Vikings Dal- are was playing. It, Dal- the it was Cowboys. before Dalton Schultz, I believe. Yeah. So I I just surpassed through uh, you know, by like the, a point or the, two points category by yeah point or two and i'm thinking if i just hold games are ending if i hold here gronk is going to add to that lead he's not going to get negative points that's like highly unlikely so now i'm thinking like okay we're down to this last possessions i'm looking at the board i'm like dalton just to set the scene too i don't mean to cut you off most of the other games had ended this was the this was the late four o'clock most of the other games had ended and it was like one of those final drives for Dallas where like really the only guy I had left at that point was Dalton Schultz. Correct. And, and the Vikings, all they had to do, I mean, Schultz could have caught a pass too. Cause yeah, I was up like four or five points and he catches that and it launches you up four. So I'm thinking to myself, like anything but a touchdown and we're good. Anything but a touchdown. What do they do? The Vikings defense collapses. Mike Zimmer, one of the worst coaches in the league, should be fired. <laughs> He's as bad as Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy should be gone. But when you put those two up against each other, it's like, well, who's going to lose the game? The battle of the idiots. Yes. And they're driving down the field, driving down the field. They get to the goal line. First and goal, slant pass, Dalton Schultz. Should have been intercepted by the Vikings defender. Game over if he does yeah. that, right? Next play, Zeke up the middle, gets it to the one. All right, I got to avoid, realistically, I got to avoid two plays here because they're not going to kick the field goal. Uh, I think they were down four. So now I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, like they just threw it to Schultz. Maybe they'll throw a slant to one of the wide receivers or something. They go play action. The tight end just does a drag across the middle of the field, wide open. I go, anybody but Dalton Schultz, and he just floats floats it right to him. Oh and gosh. and puts you up, and that's what made last night that so meaningful, painful. Yeah. 
for both of us. Yeah. But I can't tell you the relief I felt from last night till today even. Looking at the standing, 6-5, and five, I'm now one game back of Billy. Uh, and yep. I'm not too far off on the points four. So if I can – I have the head-to-head tiebreaker over him. So I just got to catch him in points four, I believe. Exactly. I will say um, we're not out of it. We're, we're certainly not out of it. No. Mathematically. You went out, I think your points four is good enough right now if you went out. You're yeah. If I if we can keep this up, we went out. We have two reasonable opponents that we I would consider beatable. If we can, I think we have a good shot of sliding in the, the five or six seed, depending on how the rest of the matchups play out. But it'll be an interesting home stretch. So, um we can leave it at that, but probably a decent segue into the actual NFL week if you would like to go that route. Yeah, let's let's hop right into it. Uh, we can do stocks afterwards. Sounds like a plan. Headlines. Let's keep it short here. We did talk through a little bit of football right there. We did. I'm trying to look up the games. Hold on one second. Patriots. Stink. <laughs> I think a lot of That's really lot it. Of That's fans... all you have to say. I think a lot of Pats fans got back on the train after that Baltimore win, uh, but that was I a, certainly did. You know, some would say that was a perfect storm of what happened in that Baltimore game. Not only no the pun weather, intended. yeah, uh, playing the biggest factor probably in the game, but they they come out this week and just lay a dud, kind of like complete dud. Me and you knew was they were capable of. You know, we don't yeah, expect. It's like them to we just forgot the Jets game happened. It's like we just forgot it happened. Yeah, we don't, we can't expect to go out there and win the games we're supposed to win because I don't think there are any more of those games. Exactly. And one thing I do have to address, and you said you hit the nail on the head with this last week too, Kurt. Remember how we mentioned the Panthers just always playing people tough till the end? And we had, I, I believe we had put the Raiders in that category as well. Yeah. Did you see the fight that the Raiders put up against the Chiefs last week? Holy mackerel. Yeah. They had him on the ropes. They did. I I don't know what it is about the they beat the Chiefs earlier this year too, correct? They, they did. Yeah. They so did, yeah. One and one versus them. But it's something about matchups wise that they like against them and they run so much play action with Derek Carr and Oh my it, god. It works for them. And if they get that run game going and the Chiefs' defense isn't, you know, a stalwart D, so I, I think it just becomes kind of a shootout between the two. And the we Raiders almost the Raiders almost can control the ball better than Kansas City, just because Kansas yeah. City's so explosive, they might score too quick, type of deal. But yeah. that's how I look at it. Did you see? The, did you watch that game, the last drive with Mahomes? I yeah, mean, I mean, it was. It, it's not even. It's not even competitive. It. I. I don't even understand how. It's just crazy how stress-free and easy he makes it look. It's it's incredible. Some of the throws he makes, it's just like, it's normal. It's just it's what my what ugh, what am I trying to say? What blows my mind is the fact that it's almost like a normal thing now. Every week, you just you you think oh forty seconds left to a minute with like one or two timeouts, they're probably gonna drive the length of the field and score a touchdown. And I think at the very there's... least, Butker's gonna bury a fifty-plus yarder. It's like yeah. It, it's like taking candy from a baby. It's, it's insane. I think what goes underappreciated is the fact that, you know, all these throws that he's making on the run and stuff, only a handful of guys can do that this accurately in the league, being, you yeah. know, probably a Rodgers and a Russell Wilson, 
versus mm-hmm. the rest of the league cannot do that. Maybe no. maybe you throw Goff in there after his performance this week, but it's Still, just it's not on the same level. I, flat out, I, I, you know who I would throw in there? Probably Deshaun Watson. Yeah, tough. I'd year probably for throw the Deshaun Texans, but yes. I mean, he's the he's the shining light there. And something I do have to say, in regards to the Texans, at least I will give them credit. How about the difference between them? I get it was a monsoon against the Pats for the Ravens. How about the difference in just game management and just pure quarterbacking between Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. Can you imagine if you swap quarterbacks and put Deshaun on the Ravens? They, I'm convinced they would be undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're two I, I think completely that, different I, skill sets in my opinion. But I'm saying in terms of their mobility and their, their ability to kind of get out yeah. of the pocket and evade pressure and extend plays like the yeah. Lamar Jackson just simply can't, finish those plays it just the difference in i mean the texans they beat us last week it just goes to show the his ability to finish plays and hit people on the run it's it's pretty damn impressive i'd put him up there too yeah and that's i mean belichick even said it prior to the game this week that you know deshaun's an all-around quarterback where lamar they're just gonna game plan and if he gets out of the pocket just commit to him running if he throws it you take the so chance be of it being incomplete or your guys More cover long enough. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, other, you know, horrible losses. Obviously, we, we talk Vikings already. Mike Zimmer just won the all I mean, they were on a roll, too, like with Dalvin Cook. That was just a putrid, putrid loss for them One to the have, especially losers. when they're still in the running. They were in the running. They, I know. They win that game, and they're right there. They're the well in it. Packers also absolutely atrocious collapse uh and oh watching God. that game as a as a packers fan for the day with rick i don't know how rick the umpire gets through a season watching that football because the amount of coaching mistakes that happened in that game by lafleur as well as the fact that aaron jones just seemingly isn't on the field when they're up two scores in the second half when what you yeah. want to be doing is controlling the clock and the Run guy the is gashing the defense for five to ten yards at a time. Like, just give the man the rock. Yeah. How many third and I ones agree. did we watch in, in a fourth and one as well as the second one that they and threw they ran a, a draw to bubble, Jamal Williams. That they threw a bubble screen and ended up fumbling and losing the game. How yeah. about we just give it to Aaron Jones, your star running back? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be remiss to not mention in that game where the Colts were driving to end it late. Did you watch the end of that game when they had, Ugh. I believe it was three or four holding, I think I believe it was four, four holding penalties on the offensive line in one drive. Two were right after one another. Chance to ice the game with a field goal, finish things off, yeah. push them out of field goal range. I mean, that was, I've I've truly never seen anything like that to that extent where they, it looked, it seemed like every play there was a holding penalty. It was so, so, so bad by the Colts. I, I could not mention it. Do you think that's a Phil Rivers effect of bringing in the losing mentality? No, because I think the Colts are still far better than they have been in recent time. I was waiting for the late in the game Phil Rivers pick. They really didn't have the opportunity because yeah. they were just going to run, 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 and punt. I mean, if you look at his stat line, he 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 was right there with Rodgers. Like... Philly Rivers was 24 for 36, 288, three touchdowns, one pick. Rodgers was 27 for 38, 311, three touchdowns, one pick. So, 
I know his his he's he it's not he's ugly to watch. I'll put it that way. I'll just be frank. It's not for me. It's not fun to watch Philip Rivers. I don't think that it's ugly to watch. I it's just for years and years. For years and years, though, we've been we've seen Philip Rivers down late in the fourth alert and yeah throws a pick throws a pick. 100% 100% of the time. It's not even 95% of the time. It's 100% of the time. I What's the coach there in Indy? I just don't know if he – I think he knows better than to, like, just let Phillip Rivers, like, just let it – put him in that position, I guess. But who the hell knows? They, it's they're seven and three, so. It's not anymore, right? It's somebody No, else. it's – It's the old Saints D coordinator. Is that who no. – I don't – I don't think so. Or I can't – I, I can... The Cleveland one, I mean. I don't know. Guy? I can based. I can picture him in my head. I just don't know his name. But either way, uh, hell of a win for them, regardless of the Packers collapsing. In the one other game we have to mention, just to finish this up, the Rams Bucks. I mean, I know we touched on it with Gronk, but the Rams. Like you picked the Rams last week. I don't know if you have a a, a fortune teller or something back there, but what a call by you on the on the Rams. I just think they're a complete team, and I think we saw that last night. You know, their defense played good enough. I didn't think they were particularly impressive at all, but the the Bucks defense is so overrated, it's insane. And I could not stand listening to the telecast, and I don't know who was doing it on the Monday night, but they keep talking about Todd Bowles and how he's a defensive genius and he's going to get another head coaching job, blah, blah, blah. I saw that. Why would you give that guy another head coaching job after the Jets' tenure, and it's not like he's lighting it up now. They've let multiple 30-point games up against good teams, the ones that they've played, yeah. and it looks yep. like they can't stop, you know, a freaking, I don't know. An lead. They can't stop shit. It's crazy. Watching Cooper Cup and Robert Woods just run wild on them, like, it looked like the Patriots of, of old where they're second, like, with Kyle Arrington and – and all those guys who were just toast, burnt toast. Imagine, imagine sticking to the zone that long, like the entire I mean, game of just getting if, roasted. If you're a Bucks fan, I I don't think I'd have any hair left on my head watching watching Cooper Cup and Robert Woods just run crossing routes and drags and just get like 40 yards of yak every single time they caught the ball. Like, yeah, and it's not like they're being coverage like, was horrible, tackling horrible, not like just so bad on the back end. It's you saw Cooper Cup on these little simple out routes or the drag slants you're talking about, and he's open by like five to seven yards, and it's yeah. just pathetic. And then that's where it comes. Then you you have no chance of making a tackle if you're trailing him by seven yards. That's why you have these two running wild all day and burning you. It's just like really bad showing by the box, and I, I like I don't know. I I'm a Ronald Jones owner too, like for fantasy from a fantasy perspective, but their run game, they couldn't get anything going on the run game. Granted, it's the Rams. You got to try to get something going. It just, Brady was force feeding AB, and eventually it kind of cost him when he threw that one over. I don't know if it was him or Godwin's head during the game, but something something isn't right with them. I think around now is where you see, where you start to get those contenders separating themselves, like the Rams after a statement win like that. Um, like the Chiefs after I lost in the Raiders, you start to get like important close wins, and the Bucks just honestly, from my from my point of view, seem too inconsistent defensively, yes. like you said, but also their lack of a running game altogether is is hurting them. It, it I don't want to say that they're they're in comparison to the Patriots of you know of late when they had Brady, 
just because of the lack of weapons that the Patriots have in comparison. But it's sort of the same story where, like, the defense isn't playing good enough, can't really get the running game going. So something seems to be up there, but um, who, who the heck knows? Can't get the running game going possibly because there's, you know, their star running back from the week prior just didn't play. It seemed like last night, Ronald Jones didn't get, didn't get a lot yeah. of carries or anything out of the backfield, which he ripped no. up the week prior. That's and just, and you have Fournette hey, too. It's like, can about, can one of them get going? Talk about bad coaching by Bruce Arians and yeah. Brady. Horrible game last night. Couple of just atrocious throws. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He made a couple of great ones, though, and I, I thought the one yeah. off Antonio Brown's fingertips on kind of that, that go route, he should have caught, to be honest. Yeah. If you're yep. Antonio Brown, you got to catch that. But And you could see, I, I love say, when they panned to Brady right after, and he's yelling, <laughs> screaming, and we keep running, and he's doing the hand motion. Yeah. Ugh. I will say, there wasn't a lot of a Gronk in the game plan either, but it seems like every pass play, they're having Brady stand back there for you know, four to five seconds and try to hit something over 20 yards. He's just not that quarterback. He's never been that quarterback. He's that quarterback, you know, maybe one every 15 plays, but that's because it's open. There's just no no need to do it. And Bruce Arians wants to like force feed that down the field for some reason. Yeah. You saw what happened when he had Godwin and Scotty Miller going underneath. It's just like, I feel like, again, no consistency. They can't, it's just crazy from week to week how, how they're just evolving. And I don't know, I know it's ne- not necessarily a bad thing to have that many weapons, but it almost just seems like things are clogged up when you got that many guys demanding part of the share, you know, like two stud running backs, three receivers, two tight end. Like, I don't know if there's just too much going on offensively for them to figure it out, but Bruce and friggin' Byron Leftwich need to figure it out fast because – it would be a damn shame to watch them blow this one with all these weapons. <laughs> I will give you a couple of games to look forward to next week. You got Raiders Steelers Thursday night. That's Let's hope that one day. happens. I'll just say that. It looks – Corona is putting a little bit of a damper on that game, I think, with uh, the Ravens. But that's the only noteworthy one on Thanksgiving, so hopefully it, hopefully it goes on. Okay. Uh we also have Chargers Bills, which I sneaky think will be a great game. Uh, Chargers can can run up the score and give the Bills a little bit of a fight. That's on Sunday, and then the the last one I'll mention will be Chiefs Bucks. So Bucks could oh, be looking baby. at a big slide here. Not to mention the fact that you know this game they really needed to win because it brings Carolina back into like that wild card spot along with everybody else in the nfc for that wild card spot it pretty much solidifies the saints as being the the victors coming out of the division so they're going to be fighting and clawing just to get a playoff spot i also have to add in terms of games that we're looking forward to titans at colts at one o'clock them just playing not like a mere two weeks ago both at seven and three both teams that i can't quite figure out if they're even actual threats or not um, <laughs> what you got in that one? It, it's not going to be fireworks kurt but it's two gritty teams with you know who, who like to run the ball with with pretty good defenses i think i gotta go it's tough man titans at colts i don't know i think I, I probably gotta go titans in that one i like the colts but I don't know if I can trust after the way they played. Like I feel like their their Super Bowl might have been this week against the Packers. 
I feel like the Titans might go in and throw him around with Derrick Henry, but they have a damn good defense, so who knows? Um, go I guess it'll come Titans. down to if Phillip Rivers is hot. Titans I'm go is with the free. Titans. Derrick Henry. Yeah. Tannehill's playing. Oh my God, he's a beast. On the clock. Uh, and if you're the Colts, you got extremely lucky in that game coming out of it. The Packers turned the ball over so many goddamn times and didn't score a, like a single point in the second half. It felt like until the late field goal to tie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the penalties are going to kill them, I, I think, unless they clean it up. I'll go Titans. Good pick. Wonderful. Let's hop into some stock talk here. Uh, Nuts. Sold off some shares this week. I sold off. I told you last week I sold off Tesla and got into some Neo, which paid off. Uh, a, a slight downtick today, but probably for me it was the best Monday I've ever had. It might have been the best stock day I've ever had yesterday uh, in terms of turning a profit. How about you? Yeah, I mean this this past week I'm up $117, just over 7%. Um, so hell of a week as of recently again. The trend continues. I know last week we were – high and mighty and we sort of continue that i no major changes on my end that i can recall um i know i had mentioned to you and the guys that i got um i got a little bit of money to play around with not really sure what i'm going to do with yet i'm sort of just kind of waiting and watching um but a lot of the same directionally from my end um lower day today but again overall if you're looking big picture over the last few weeks it's been incredible yeah and I sold off Apple yesterday. They kind of were just sitting at what they've been at, and I didn't yep. really feel like holding them uh, because they are a pretty expensive stock, so I wanted to get into something else. Uh, I got into Alibaba, which is the Chinese Amazon practically, and they were up a good 4 bucks from what I bought them. There you yesterday. go. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked on that one. Other than that, everything kind of came back down to earth because Monday was so high. Uh, no big losses. So for a pullback day, it was actually pretty good. I'd say yesterday we gained about 7%, and today we lost only one5 So yep. net profits there. And we'll be looking Certainly. to hopefully continue upward from here. I, I think this was the correction today. So maybe get everything moving back up once again. I'd like to see it. I don't have much more on uh, Stock Talk. It's just overall been pretty yeah. swell for us, and we'd like to keep it there. <laughs> exactly. No no crazy news is probably good news for now. We'll see what the next week brings. Yes, there's always crazier news to come out, whether good or bad for our stocks. But with that, let's move on to Drew's dad joke. Let's see if I can light the board up here for number two. Oh, light the lamp. Let's see. Here's a good one. Brought to you by Gloucester Gear. I know, Curtis, you just made a recent purchase. I believe it was the the paneled cap again that you made. It Was that a new one? I did. I got the navy blue five-panel nice. Gloucester Gear hat. It uh, wasn't Beautiful. for me. I uh, got it for one of my buddies down here who, when I was wearing mine, he was like, oh, what's that hat? And I told him. And he wanted one, so that'll be, there that'll you go. be the Christmas gift. That's easy peasy. Just like that. For Here a goes cheap nothing. low price of like 20-something bucks. And I have to give credit to Gloucester <laughs> Gear because... Okay, give credit where credit is due. I think 
they might have used like some sort of Amazon technology or something to get my five panel hat here in two business days. It was insane. Wait, it's already there? Oh, Drew, it was here two days ago. It was here Sunday. Are you shitting me? I was ordering stuff last Christmas, and it was friggin' or last whatever it was, Lizzie's birthday or I don't know what holiday it was. It friggin' took a month and a half. Yeah, well, that's, this, that's remarkable. They are, they are on their shit right now. Wow. Talk about that return, folks. In a COVID, COVID-ridden environment, two business days? Are you kidding me? Go check them out. Can I ask you what do you think about their new logo? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I, I wasn't aware of there was a new logo. Yeah, so I, if you pull up their Instagram right page now. right now, you can grab a, a live look of what it looks like. It's a little lobsterman's like... What do they call those? The oil slick look. Uh, I don't really even understand what the last logo was other than it just being Gloucester, like the, the six letters. In a square, right? In a square, Wasn't it just which I kind of liked. It was pretty simple, but I can see people getting behind this one. I am a fan of the old one, and I, I bought that for the hat that I got, but I, I'm interested yeah, to I'm not... your feedback. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to just be honest and just put it all out there and air our grievances, I like the old logo better. Okay, me too. I'm glad we got that out. I mean, I'm just going to say it. Like, at the end of the day, that's how I feel. I think it's I think it, it's more visually appealing to me. I think it yeah. represents the brand a little bit more. It's a little bit cleaner and more simple, but to each their own. Not our decision. No, no, and but we're the loyal customers, so you know the customers drive. Our feedback demand. does matter. Customers drive demand, Drew. They do indeed. All right, let's get down to it. Here we go. A a boat builder is proudly showing his son the family forest. He turns to him and says, "Son, one day all this will be yours." Do you say oars? I like that yeah. one. <laughs> oars, like from the wood in the forest, but like I got it. Yours, oars. I, I got it. I I would even give myself credit there that I got it, even though you so, said it. So while I was reading it, I was trying to frame a way to let you get it. Yeah. I didn't know if I would just stop and then you would say, "I don't." I I didn't expect you to say, "Son, one day all this will be yours." So I didn't really know how to frame. I think if it, you said, "Son, like a one day all this will be," and you. Oh, I just should have left me. out the oars part. Yeah. Mother effa. Okay. <laughs> we'll give you we'll give you partial credit for that one. Yeah, I don't want and it to be my full number two. I'll come back with one that is a little bit more um, that we can kind of work with more next week. Yeah, send in uh, send in some suggestions. I know people like to send yeah. through a couple Hell of yeah. dad jokes, so keep them coming in the DMs. With that. Let's move on to our fraud of the week because I got one. I'll let you stew on it for a second here, but I'm going to go with mine. And mine okay. is the phone company of AT&T. Oh, and I man. say this because I got my, my new iPhone probably a week or two ago. And with the new iPhone, you trade in your other one. You get a, a fairly great discount. I got half price for it. And it, I had an old crap iPhone 7 that the battery basically worked for about 30 minutes, and then you couldn't use the phone anymore. Uh, but as long as your screen isn't cracked and there's no, like, significant chunks taken off the iPhone itself, 
well, you get the the full price back for that, which I think is pretty fair. Mm -hmm. Anyways, what you have to do with this trade-in policy is you have to ship the phone back to AT&T. And once that happens, it is then, you know, put onto your bill and reflected that, that way. So the problem here lies in the fact that they say they will send you separate shipping for your trade-in. Yep. But then you get your phone and there comes a return label in the box. And unless you read the email in the fine print, it says do not use the same box in which you your new phone came in because that return label goes back to like the the new factory or whatever and you won't get any credit and people from reddit it sounds like just lose that like the phones are gone and you get nothing for it oh my so, god so me being the meticulous one i am i i read the fine print i said interesting so now i gotta wait and see if this other mailing comes in uh yeah the two, new three, the new yeah two, Two, three days later, still no other packages and boxes coming in for me to ship my stuff back. So now I'm like, well, if you don't ship this thing back within 14 days, you don't get credit for the phone either. So luckily I have an AT&T store that I didn't know about right down the road, about five minutes. So I drove over there, gave him the phone. Process was really easy in person, like done, simple, got all my credit onto my bill wonderful but the fraudulent part of all this is i never receive any mailing packages for my phone that's a little bit sus which tells me at&t is trying to screw people and we got to get this out not be able to get a credit oh and it's it's a total scheme and we can't allow that to happen so to all that's completely messed up don't mail it back in the box you got your new iphone in just go to the AT&T store and trade it in or else they're going to screw you. So is this an AT&T? Because I know Apple, now I'm, I might have misunderstood. Is this an Apple trade-in or an AT&T? It's an AT&T trade-in like through and through, correct? You correct. purchase the new phone through yes. AT&T. Okay. Because I know a couple of my friends have the Apple trade-in policy too, where it's very, very similar. It's just obviously the purchase and return is through Apple, but... That oh, makes I sense. Imagine if one of the big cell phone companies do, is doing it, they're all doing it. Keep your eyes peeled, folks. That now that right there is some uh, some interesting news. That's some good FBI work by you there. I I'm impressed. So please keep your eyes peeled and stay woke, folks. If you are indeed returning a phone or participating in the credit situation, as Curtis alluded to, see, I because we don't want is... you getting drafted. That's a case that I think should be brought before the Supreme Court of the United States because, there, you know, all these big hot topic debate points get tossed to the Supreme Court. Why don't we get to just get the normal stuff that the big, you know, tech companies are just screwing people over with? I agree completely. <laughs> Bring to light the things that really matter, like this. That everyday citizens are affected. Exactly. Just like you and I, average Joes, the brown bag crew. My fraud of the week, folks, <clears throat> let me clear my throat, is the BYU men's football team, collegiate football team. They had posted on Twitter, they'll play any team, anytime, any place, doesn't matter. They're wearing t-shirts, they're wearing headbands that say anytime, any place, just being cocky, thinking they can beat everybody. And then what do they do? They turn down the opportunity to play Washington this weekend. 
Is there a more fraudulent case to be had? I'm not are so they, sure there is. Are they undefeated? They are. I mean, they've played absolutely nobody in that conference. I think their biggest win is against Boise State, and it's not Boise State of old. I don't even know. Well, I will say I saw the college football rankings that came out today, uh, and they are number 14. So the committee also thinks they are a bit fraudulent because they were not even ranked in the top 10. I just I, I don't totally understand. It doesn't seem like it was a crazy like COVID issue. It may, it may have been just a little bit more on the precautionary conservative side of things. But still, if you're going to be jackoffs like that, per se, and wear that type of stuff and prance around like you're the bee's knees and then not even want to play Washington State, you should probably get a grip because if you play any of the big dogs in the top 10, you're probably going to get smacked in the mouth. Yeah, so they are 9-0 and um, playing in the independent football league that's like that florida what was that florida team a few years ago that they were like we want bama and they were undefeated yeah and bama would have literally dismantled them at that like 60 to nothing like that credit though they were scoring 60 a game i mean byu yeah is playing a much softer schedule schedule than them they're playing nichols college in, in in gordon college every week I think I saw UMass and uh, Army is in their division. (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. The proof's in the pudding. Check the schedule, folks. They are A1, 100% fraudulent for for putting on that shtick and then immediately turning down an offer to play this weekend. It just doesn't make any sense. So my, my ask for them is as of when this pod comes out tomorrow, I don't want to see a single... Uh, t-shirt, hat, headband, I want it all gone. Throw it away. Doesn't matter. You don't need it. You don't deserve to wear it because you you simply won't play anyone anytime, anyplace. We know that now. So throw that stick in the garbage. That's it. Fraud of the week. Fraud of the that's month, it. probably. That's Yeah, that is a good one. I like that one. Well, that'll wrap up the pod for today. We're going to close it out with Kirk's quote here. This one comes from Denzel Washington. He said, don't aspire to make a living, aspire to make a difference. Beautiful. As always, we thanks, thank you for listening, and we will head out the door with Pat from last year playing us out. What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Group.